Hello, who are you and what do you do? I'm Nene. I'm the owner of True Hue Creations and I am a creative. I used to be antisocial. That was the old me. But now I'm feeling social. And I think we should meet. I used to be a local. Young in the run in the streets. But now I'm trying to be a mobile. Before I DIE. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, what's up, world? It's Brandon Avery, and I'm here with small business owner and creative Nini. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, uh, the weather's pretty shifty, but it's a, it it's is. a good morning. It you is. Know? <laughs> um, so tell me about yourself. Um, so I own True Hue Creations. Um, I am a tie-dye shop. Essentially, that's what I started out doing. Uh-huh. Um, but I do also know how to make things like body butters and sugar scrubs and things like that. And I always had people asking me to make those things anyway. So I kind of just added that to a shop to mm-hmm. the shop. So um, it's kind of a collective of those things combined. Yeah. Um, I dye everything from shirts to dresses to um bedding, baby blankets, you name it. But then as far as the body products go, I'm currently expanding to add like bar soaps and uh, beard butters and hair care products and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so it's like all natural? All natural, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So you, you, I never saw no one tie like a sheet. So like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually kind of, I started doing baby blankets. And then once I did the baby blankets, people came and started asking for crib sheets. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, she started asking me to do her sheets. And she has a king size bed. So wow. just imagine, you know. How big that is. Right, yeah. right. And, you know, when you have something that large, first of all, you have to, in order to dye something, period, you got to wring all of that water out. Yeah. So just that amount of work just to wring something out it's like people really don't understand when it goes into you know what i charge for my price and things like that they don't understand yeah. all that i'm sitting doing just to die this one that's sheet. the thing about any type of work no one ever understands the process it takes right. to get the product done right. they just want to they just see the, what yeah. it is and they yeah. just know okay well this is just this is just this and i can buy this anywhere no you oh. really can't yeah you really can't so that's that's crazy you know this year i've learned that there's like is it three different ways to tie-dye because I only know the way from when I was a kid, and we would put it in the bucket with the rubber bands. Right, right. But I've learned like the like the ice and there's another so way. many different ways. Like I'm in um, I'm in a couple of tie dye groups, like on Facebook and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the amount of ways that people create things out of dye is just. I mean, I can't even begin to explain, like, all the different steps of that. I mean, there's ice dyeing, and yeah. then there's, like, um, rat dyeing, and then there's bucket dyeing, and then there's, I mean, there's just so many different ways. And then, like... You said rat dyeing? Rat dyeing. So, it's, like, a certain type of board that you use. Okay. And, like, it's just, it's it, you tie, like, the tie-dye around boards, and then so you can do, like, shibori dyeing. Like, it's so many different techniques yeah. that people have come up with, and it comes with such beautiful products that... They're able to, you know, char- I know people who, you know, when you're talking about dyeing a bedding or dyeing a sheet, I yeah. know people who, who charge eight, $900 for a wow. tapestry. And it's because, you know, the technique that they use, you know, it takes a while yeah. to do it. And it's hand and it's, done. And it's hand yeah. done, right. So, I mean, even the, I do everything from, you know, I go old school, like you said, with the, the rubber bands and you dye and you put, you know, squeeze your little color on it. Yeah. I do that. And, you know, I do ice dyeing. I actually want to start... Um, doing where I'll do like ice dyes on the sidewalk in front of the store so that people can kind of see the process. process. And then, you know, I'll just tell them, you know, Hey, come back on whatever day. Cause that's the day I'm going to unfold it because 
the reveal just just as exciting as it is for a customer to open something up and you know see the pro it's just as exciting for me when i do because i don't know what it's going to come out like yeah that's the I best part yeah. about tie-dye it's yeah, like exactly it, it's another form of art right and you know i think that's great so what inspired you to do tie-dye like did you always like the i guess color so i've always um when we were younger back in um like elementary school and middle school we used to take in the summertime we used to take all of our jeans and rip them up and yeah. cut them up into shorts and we used to dye all of our clothes and um, I've, it's just something that I've always done, yeah. never as a business, but just something because, you know, the same kind of way people kind of look at tie-dye as it's not really a business. Yeah. But I kind of looked at it the same way. Like, this isn't something you make money off of. This is just something I'm doing for fun. Yeah. But no, people actually want to buy this. So yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. And now the socks are the new thing. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, so I, I mean, like, you know, I, I met this group of skateboarding kids um, two days ago. I seen. That was amazing. That, they literally, I was, I had ordered food from um, Third and Ferry and I was going to go pick up. And I just saw, I just, I literally was locking the door mm -hmm. and I saw this group of kids with skateboards all walking by and I'm like, this is a photo opportunity. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, look, I'm like, you guys like Nike socks. I called them all over and you know, I had gave all of the kids a pair of Nike socks wow. because one of the girls, it was her birthday. So they were out celebrating her birthday. They were going to go skateboard and they, you know, they were just out in their element and that's yeah. just what they do regularly. And I asked them, I'm like, do you mind if I take a picture? And she was like, no, I don't care. Yeah. And I was like, whichever ones want to do it, you know, I'll give you a pair of socks. If you take a picture, and all of them was like, all I'll was do like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah definitely. definitely. I seen some even put them on. Right. Right. Some, of them, some of them put them on. Like the yeah, ones that says like, a lot. Yeah. It, yeah. If yeah. people don't understand, like kids, they're going to be truthful regardless. Yeah. If they didn't like they to put it in their pocket or something, right. you know, but I've seen like, like half of them had it on. And, yeah. and the, that's the crazy thing about it is like, I didn't stage, you know, as far as, you know, positioning them or telling them uh -huh. what to do with the socks or anything like that. I didn't do any of that. They were taking their clothes off and putting the <laughs> socks on and they were, you know, hanging them off the skateboard yeah. and putting them in their pocket. Because and, they know the value of the socks right. nowadays. Like, I tell yeah. you, they're in. Like, everyone's doing the, the tie-dye exactly. socks. And, and I, um, once I saw those kids, I'm like, this is, this is their vibe, totally. Yeah. And, you know, it ended up working out because they, you know, their moms came in the store. They ended up, they purchased a few things. So, yeah. you know, it was a one-win. Their mom, um, actually, one of them teaches at Easton Yoga. So, wow. it's like, you know, now I met somebody in the community. Yeah, it's yeah. another connection. So you just never know. Yeah, you never it know. is. It is really dope that um that you're able to do that. You know, yeah, and yeah. If, and for someone's birthday now, she's gonna have a memory that she's never gonna forget. Right. Like that's right. gonna be crazy. And so it just um you know going back to how I you know started this as a business, little things like that. I kind of recognized that you know the skaters were wearing tie dye, and yeah. you know people from the '90s who wore tie dye, they were bringing it back. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? I I was pregnant with my son, and you know once I had him. You know, when you first have a fresh new baby, like yeah. you don't want to go anywhere. Like you just want to stay home and kiss on your Especially baby Especially during all day. this time. Right. So I'm like, you know, I don't really want to go back to work. Yeah. And once it came to that time to make a decision, okay, you're going to go back to work. You know, my maternity leave was up and I said, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to make this work. So yeah. I started tie-dyeing his onesies. I started tie-dyeing his blankets. And I kind of just put it out there to see if people would like it. Yeah. And they did. This and is so, the thing. Like you said, how we look at tie-dye not being a business, just an activity. Right. But when yeah. you think, when you really think about it, it's always been a business. It's always been a business. <laughs> it's always been a business. It's always been a so business. that's like a genius plan to take it and make it a, a business right. business, you know. Um, right. So that's super cool. So you started with tie-dyeing your sons. How long have True Who Creations um, been around? And what inspired the name? So he has, he is two and a half. So it's been around um, just as old as he is. It's been around about two and a half years uh, because I started when he was about, I would say about three or four months old is yeah. when I first started. Um, I originally was named um, Little Hipster Closet and I kind of okay. wanted That's to. That's cool too. Yeah. I kind of. 
Wow, I, I little like hipster the, class. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, she already the, trademarked it. <laughs> it, it. It is trademarked. I do have the LLC yeah. for it. So yeah. that's um, a yeah. That's yeah, dope. it's I, that was the name from it before, but I kind of had like an up and down response about it yeah. because some people were okay with calling their kids hipsters and some people weren't. Yeah. Some people That's like a like, nice cool kid clothing yeah. store. Are you guys kidding me? And you know, but everybody isn't there yet. Everyone yeah. doesn't know that, you know, New York, LA type of kid yeah. vibe. And, and so they didn't really see where it was going. And so it was kind of just a mixed thing. And I was like, you know what? True Hue is, you know, I Hue came from the colors that yes. I use, obviously. And, you know, I create everything. So those are my creations. And it's all, it's true colors. Like, it's yeah. just, it's every shade you can find, every shade you can think yes. of. I mean, people have given me, I do have options on the site where people can put, I have a color chart and people can pick what colors they want. Yeah. But I also have a surprise option because I have so many like a mystery colors. box. Yeah, I yeah. have so many that's colors that's and into. so many different, you know, variations that I can do. Like, it's it's almost infinite yeah. because, you know, you can combine anything yes, together. Yes, you can. So. And I love the the logo, uh, the, the color shades in the logo. Oh, you yeah. And I, that I was love like those, genius the too. You could have went with the rainbow. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have went with any color, but the yeah. way that's, that's yeah. you know. <laughs> that's my little touch of letting yeah. them know I'm yeah. a black-owned business too. Yes, it's it, it is great. That's genius. Um, so, so you recently just uh, moved here to Easton, not moved your business. You moved the business to Easton, mm -hmm. right? Um, to actually a storefront, right? Mm -hmm. How is that? It's it's been nice. Um, it was definitely fun and exciting getting it all together. Um, yeah. it's fun going to shop for all this little stuff to decorate. It's and, like a new know, a new apartment. Yeah, it's like a new home. apartment. Yeah, yeah. so um, that part of it was fun. It, it is scary. Um, don't get me wrong. It was very scary doing this. Um. I wouldn't say necessarily by myself. Um, mm -hmm. I did have a lot of help to shout out to Kim Kometz from the yes, Main Street she, Initiative. Shout out. She was, she was She's amazing. She's like a wizard down here. She is. Yeah. And she helped me a lot and, you know, pointed me in the direction of a lot of the things that I needed to do. Yes. Um, but overall, I kind of just, I'm a very hands-on, kind of just learn-as-you-go type of person. Same. Um, I can sit and read a book all day long, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't teach me how to do it the way I know how to do it. Yeah. It's not going to help me. So, you know, I kind of got out there in the trenches. I was beating these streets. I was looking yeah. for a place. Um, I was going down to the city, bothering them every day, asking them, you know, a hundred million questions yeah. of what I needed to do. I just figured it out. And, you know, now I feel like just in this short amount of time, I mean, I just signed my lease July 15th. Yeah. So just in this short amount of time, you know, I figured out so much that now, you know, I have people that are coming to me that they see that I now own this place and they're yeah. like, oh, you know, I want to open a business. I'm like, well, don't get me wrong. I'm new with this <laughs> yeah, too, same. but I can now teach you what yeah, I've learned I've, so far. That's the best part about learning mm -hmm. something. That's kind of like here, what we do here is like some people hold on information. We like, right. we talked about shortly the other day and how, why would you not want to expand something that you know? Right. I don't exactly. know at all, but I can give you as much as I know exactly. and then we can start learning together. Exactly. And then whatever, like you said, whatever we don't know, we can figure it out together yes. because it may be something that I may need in the future. Mm -hmm. Like you never know. And there's information that can be shared between the two. Right. Um, so that's super awesome too, but it is definitely a scary process. Um, but once you take the leap and it gets exciting you know there's yeah, some it, it, it isn't is. easy it's not, <laughs> but it's not it is worth it is worth it because you get to create every day and yeah. um, do things and there's some freedom there yeah, and I have a space where I can and that was the reason why I you know came out of I wanted to look for a space because I was doing all of this at my kitchen table I yeah. was doing this in my living room and it was just taking over and you know with me having a two-year-old I kind of was getting that guilty mom feeling that I was yeah. kind of taking over his space too. Yeah. Um, so that was really more so why I wanted to find a space just for this. And 
you know, luckily I was able to find a space where I could work and do the retail side of it too. Yeah. So it was a win-win. That's a win-win. I love yeah. your space. I visited yeah. um, last week. So that's super awesome too. So tell me about Nini. Like, okay, so did you, were you always into the arts? How was I've Nini always, as a kid? I've always been a very creative person. Um, as a kid, I was very quiet. Um, I kind of, I would definitely say I came out of my shell more, more so towards the end of high school versus, you know, from beginning high school going downward. Yeah. I was very quiet. Same. Then, um, <laughs> I skipped a grade in middle school. I was always in the books. Yes. I was always <laughs> reading. Um, I was that kid. Like, I, I used to complain. We used to all have to. So, you know, my mom worked and my grandparents worked, but we kind of, because we had the cousins all together, we kind of all looked out for each other. Yeah. Like, you know how it is when you're younger and, you know, the oldest kind of looks out for the yep, younger. Yep, the oldest, and so, then and it rotates. Right, and it rotates. <laughs> who's next up in line? And who's next? So <laughs> we kind of got to a point where I was the one who always wanted to stay in the house. I wanted to stay in the house and read books, and it was one of those things where if one goes outside, everybody has to go outside. Yep. If one stays in the house, everybody, everybody has to stay in the house. house. Yeah. So they used to pick on me that, you know, I didn't want to go, I didn't out. go yeah. out. Like, and I will never forget when I was younger, um, I have a cousin who's, so I have a cousin who's two years younger than me. And then I have one who's two years older than me and their sisters. Okay. Um, so we have a cousin that's older than us and, he was the one who was in charge of all of us this particular day. Okay. So he made us, he wanted to go out in the woods with his friends, and they used to go through where my grandmother lived. They was building a new housing development. So okay. it, was, it was construction, and it was all of this stuff, but it was surrounded by woods. So they used to like to go over there and play in this, like where the cement was and just mm -hmm. do dumb stuff. So <laughs> Kids. they were begging, begging, man. They wanted to go out, they wanted to go out, they wanted to go out. So I was stomping my feet so mad that we had to go outside. He took us out. We went all through these woods, and me and the younger cousin had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he wouldn't take us back home. Oh my god! Refused. But mind you, at the time, how far? How far were you from the home? From I the mean, we had to be. We had to be not less than a mile from home. Yeah. But you're talking about us being maybe third grade, second yeah. or third grade, not to the point where we can navigate through woods. Yeah. How or to get, get back, back and hold it. Or how, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he made us go to the bathroom in the woods. Gave us leaves to wipe with. Oh, my God. And guess who got poison ivy? You got. All downstairs. No. Both of us. So not only did we get in trouble. <laughs> did he get in? He got in trouble, He got too. in trouble. Yeah. But I still got in trouble and still got poison ivy yeah. to deal with. So I, I definitely, um, I was definitely a quiet kid. And I definitely took the grunt of it from um, you know, my cousins and things like that because I never wanted to go out. I always wanted to stay in and read. You don't understand, I was the like, snitch. I never wanted to get in trouble for stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, things like that. So But they gotta understand that as a creative, like some of that stuff is boring. Yeah. You know, we gotta have things to free our minds to get again doing things so you can, you know, read if that's gonna be the uh exactly. the second option. And that's not you guys are gonna go out in the woods and now I go as, out and yeah. look what happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look what happened. And this is exactly why I don't want to yeah. go out. Um, do you have any like hidden talents? Um I don't know if I have, I mean. Like, do you do poetry? No, I don't do You seem poetry. like you can do poetry. No, mm, I like to read, <laughs> but um, no, not so much poetry. Um, I don't, I don't know if I really have any hidden talents. I mean, I probably could do a trick or two in my younger years when yeah. I was, you know, partying and things like that. But I don't think I really have, I don't have any party tricks or anything like that. Um, I definitely did come out of my shell once I was, um, I would say from about junior, senior year in high school 
all the way up until maybe about I had my son. Like I was, yeah. that was my free period. So, I mean, if it was a, we would go on vacations. If it was a, 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 a contest that you had to get on a stage and win for drinks and all that stuff, I was all for it back then. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just, I've completely reverted back to my younger years. I'm so back into my shell. Like I don't, I can go out and have fun, mm-hmm. but I so much would rather work now. Like that's See, just, that's, that's just me. my mentality now. And people, some of you, some friends will get it. Some and friends some and family don't won't get it you know mm-hmm. and it's like well this is like what do you do for fun i, I work like this is yeah. my fun i enjoy doing yeah. this and makes me happy yeah <laughs> and i think a lot of times um relationships that we have like whether it be relationship with significant others yep. or whether it be you know just family relationships they don't always get it and no. so they try to sometimes make you feel guilty for wanting to work yeah. or for wanting like you know and this is not we're not doing our typical nine to five job. We're exactly. working for ourselves. And that's We're 24 working, hours, right, 24, that's eight. 24, eight. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes I may not be able to be home at, you know, nine o'clock, or I may not be at the dinner table with everybody at seven thirty, yes. or I may not be able to go to so-and-so's cookout this summer or whatever. But guess what? In the long run, I'm going to be able to exactly. because we'll be able to say I got this store, this store, and this yes. store, and all I got to do is just sign off on paperwork and that's and make it sure because I got good. somebody else working for. It. Yeah. So I mean, I think people don't always see the ultimate goal. They don't, and it, and that's okay. And it's okay. Yes, yeah, that's okay. okay. And that was a that was a big problem for me for a while. Like mm-hmm. I kind of felt bad because people did not understand that. And even just recently, like once I, even just once I got my store and things like that, I kind of had to realize like, okay, sometimes you just got to do what you need to do for you. For you. you. Yeah. Like you don't it's have your to, path. Be, right. It's, this is my path and mm-hmm. I can't worry about if anybody else is wanting to get on it or I can't worry about if anybody else is, you know, okay with what I'm doing. Yes. I just have to do what's best for me because oh, I man. know what my goal is and I know what I'm trying to get to. Yes. So... I think that is the the most important part. Like people, um, I was going to ask you, how does how does that affect you? You know, mm-hmm. um, because it will take uh, over some people. But yeah. like I've been doing this for a very long time, and like again, like yourself, I don't. I had my fun when I was a kid. Yeah, you know, and I always like to work. Yeah, so th- that became fun to me, mm-hmm. and I have an ultimate goal. So like I, I say, like this, um, the average human being lives to be is it sixty. Uh, no, the earliest is retirement is 63, right? Okay. The late that you, the, for retirement, the latest you can do is like 65, right? Okay. Um, and the average person lives to be what? I think it was like 73 or something. My stats are probably messed up. Um, but that's like we'll the average, like, right? We'll yeah. So that's like the average person, right? They live to be like 70 something. It was, no, it was like 80, so 15 years, I believe. So it's like you work every day. We got to okay. work regardless, right? Yeah. And that's just the way we have to live. So mm-hmm. we work every day the rest of our lives to then. Hopefully we make it to 63, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully we have a good yeah, pension, hopefully. right? Just to now have that pension to to live the average, right? Mm-hmm. Of 15 more, more years, years or so. Yeah. So it's like you work every day at a job that you don't want to work at. You're getting underpaid, so you probably have two jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to then maybe make it to 63, maybe. then maybe live to be 80. Hopefully you have any health conditions that you can actually travel the world. Right. That's like a gamble. Yeah. Or, you know, um, become an entrepreneur. Uh, mm-hmm. Do what you love every day. It's going to be hard. You know, because one, I try be. to tell people, like, I'm not guaranteed that every two weeks pay. No. <laughs> you no. Know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't have no like, direct so deposit even though, yeah, Even though you hate your job, you still go every day and you're yeah. guaranteed that. Um, I got to hustle to make sure yes, I get Yes, I got to hustle deposit. to make sure I get direct deposit mm-hmm. every day. So yeah. that's like a big difference. But I'm okay and I'm willing to gamble that gamble because mm-hmm. my goal is 
if I don't make it to 63, that's fine because I don't want to be working hard past yeah, 40. I don't want to wear myself out working <laughs> yeah, with somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine that you're doing this, but you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So I tell people, like, I do everything I want to do every day because if I die tomorrow, I'm good. Like, I was happy versus being at that that, yeah. that job that you don't like. And it's just not for and people. I, yeah. And I figured it's so funny that you said that because I got that mentality very early. Yeah. When I was, when I was 21, I was looking for a job. I was in school, but, you know, I was looking for a job just to kind of, you know, get from day to day. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you could find reputable jobs on Craigslist. Yeah. Now, now, now you can't. Don't, don't go on Craigslist looking for a job. Don't do it. But back then, which was, you know, this is now, I would say, 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. Um, you could find a decent job on Craigslist. So, you know, I'm scrolling. That was the place. At, yeah, that was the place that people went to. That was, Craigslist then was like what Indeed is now. Yes. So Agreed. Yeah, very much so. So I'm on there, you know, scrolling, looking, and I see a job posting for Disney Cruise Line. Okay. So I'm like, no, this, I'm, I'm like, sure. I'm like, this is Disney. Surely yeah, why they are they would, going I'm down like, to Craigslist? why would they go on Craigslist yeah. to advertise? Like, surely they could get, you know, they have recruiters and things like Advertisement that. Advertisement and, Adverti- yeah. <laughs> and so police like, like, indeed. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, but I'm one of those people that if I hadn't applied, that would have sat in the back of my mind. Yeah, like, like okay, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do mm-hmm. that? Because what if it was legit? Yes. And I said, worst come to worst, if it's not legit, all I did was send my resume. I That's mean, it. No personal somebody information really wanted there, to yeah. find me. They could they could find that anywhere. So, Correct. you know, you post your resume on, on all the job posts. So, I mean, they got your information anyway. So, I'm like, let me send it. Sent it over. I get an email back mm-hmm. with the job application for Disney Cruise Line. Wow. So I'm like, okay. So now I'm connected with this recruiter and I go through this process, but still in all, I'm still thinking this is a scam. Yeah. All the way up until I met this lady face to face. Yeah. So I went through, did the application, passed that part, did the background check and all of that stuff. This person flew out from California. I was mm. living in Dallas at the time. Okay. They flew to California. I mean, they flew from California and interviewed me in Dallas at a hotel. That's when I knew it was real it was legit. because yeah. I saw that they had, I guess they had rented out that space in the, the hotel room in mm-hmm. the hotel and so you saw the signs with the logo everywhere so i'm like okay this is legit okay. <laughs> so i go in i have my interview and you know i'm just waiting i got that email saying that we would like to offer you a contract for disney cruise on i'm wow. like no way mind you i'm 21 at the time so i had the option of either you know going and continuing on with school yeah. or taking this job for disney cruise line that was gonna travel me all over the world yes. like, so of course i'm like I'm going to take the job. Yeah, like, that's an edu- different type of education there. Right. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, they gave me two, op- they gave me two um, different choices. One of them was to go on a ship that was already built, and I would have left right then and there, like mm-hmm. that next week. And I would have went to California, and I would have just started sailing. Or wow. I could wait. This was now, like, we're talking summertime. I could wait until December, but I would go to Amsterdam mm. and then Germany on a ship that's currently being built that's brand new that nobody's even been on. Did you take like, option B? I was like, I got I got six months to yeah. wait. I wait. So, yeah. you know, of course I waited and I went to, they flew me straight to Amsterdam first. Okay. So I got to go and see Amsterdam for a few days and then they drove us on like a Greyhound bus to Germany. Okay. And then we stayed in Germany for like three weeks. Wow. And we did- All expenses have, paid. All Everything. Oh my God. And we did have to work, but the work was I, I was Learning. A youth, I was a youth activities counselor. Yeah. So we had to learn the ins and outs of what to do with the kids, safety precautions, how to deal with the lifeboats. We had to go on um evacuation trainings, like things yeah. like that. But after you finish that for the day, 
You out in Germany exploring, yeah. shopping. Yeah, and it was like an eight-hour day, baby? It was like some, less than that sometimes. Oh, my goodness. Less than that. Sometimes you will go and they say, you know what? We don't have anything for you guys today. You can be off. Yep, because you know what? Everyone has a job. Everybody. You got to think about that. Everyone has a job to do, and right. the teachers don't want to teach every day. Right. If, as long as this class is getting it, exactly. they can start, you know, giving exactly. the lead way. Like, yeah, they got to get then, it. But not only that, you got to remember the ship was still being built. Yeah. Stuff was getting dropped, airdropped onto so the So there was still time. So there wasn't even, the things that they needed for us to do and to Wasn't available. Wasn't even available yeah. anyway. So they didn't, so Every department didn't have something to do at every present time. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to explore Germany for, you know, a good two and a half, three weeks. And then when we left, we did a transatlantic from Germany to bring the boat back to Florida. Or the new boat. The new boat. So once it was built, then you guys were the first to sell the back. First one. So we were, we were what's called the inaugural crew. And that was, we were a part of the blessing. We were on TV for, on the news. That's super dope. That's a super dope experience. Jennifer Hudson is the godmother of the ship. So she came and did the blessing. I met Whoopi Goldberg because she came for the view. I mean, it was like a crazy experience. Crazy. But I said all of that to say, after all of that and the dust was settled and it was time to get into the regular routine. Yeah. Um, we even stopped in Spain for uh, when we did the transatlantic, we crossed over the holiday. So this was over okay. Christmas time. So midway through, we had to stop to refuel. We stopped in Spain for Christmas. So that was another oh place my God. I got to go to. It probably was beautiful, wasn't it? For, oh my gosh, it was so nice. But when we got to Florida, we had all of these people there to greet us and it was just constant media. Me, I mean, so many celebrities came on there for like the first six wow. months. It was crazy. So I'm guessing they built, how often they must build boats like it's, it's, every 10 years yeah, or something it's maybe like, um, maybe like every seven to ten it's yeah. very spread out they haven't built one in a while i don't think but um i said all that to say like i went through i did all of that and then once the you know all the media and all the hype was down mm -hmm. we were doing the regular cruises and i was still traveling all expenses paid your food is paid like you just you're getting paid yeah you don't have any bills the only and you don't have no yo that's just like a good savings right the there. only bill i held on to was my cell phone bill because yeah. and even that i didn't technically needed it i just wanted it yeah because once you get on the boat you can't use your phone and we're only in florida two times a week so yeah. I mean, you can get like a little prepaid something just to call yeah, home or whatever. No you point, didn't really yeah. need a cell phone service. But I kept it anyway, and that was about it. So after all of that was said and done, I'm starting to notice, like, these people have us working 80-hour weeks. Yeah. Like, and I'm not. not and you're on the boat most the whole time, work right? Most people on the boat the whole time. Until you dock. Most people work 80 hours every two weeks. Yes. We worked 80 hours in one week. Yeah. You have no days off. You work in Around 11, the clock? 12 hour shifts. They would split your, your shifts would be so long that sometimes they would be split. So you would go to work from maybe eight to one in the afternoon. And then you would have like a four hour lunch break mm -hmm. and you would come back four hours later and then work till like two o'clock in the morning. But also there's nothing to do in those four hours because you're on the ship, it's right? You're on the ship. Yeah. So it's like the same routine. And I learned very quickly that I did not want to do that yeah. because I was still, although. Are you, what's your I, sign? Scorpio. Okay. What I month was is in that? paradise. Huh? Like November? November 8th. November. I was in paradise, but I was so unhappy. And that's yeah. what people ask me to this day. Why would you leave Disney? Why would you stop mm -hmm. working there? They even give you the benefit of you get so many passes a year for your family to go to the parks. Yeah. Your family can come on for cruises for what's called space available. So when it's like a, a cruise, uh, like a, what's the name? Uh, 
Buddy pass on a flight? Kind of, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when a cruise isn't full, what they do is, um, so since that was based in Florida, what they do is they offer a discount to Florida residents first. Okay. Whichever they don't take, then they offer it to the crew, and all they have to pay is the gratuity. Wow. And then your family can come on for free, and they get the same cabin as everybody else. Like, it's nice. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm on here working like crazy just so y'all can get these perks, and yeah. it's just not worth it to me. It's not me. for me, because now this is what you guys think is exciting is now it's super not, boring. Right. <laughs> and like, it was the same. I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. Almost every day. And it's like, I mean, we would do turnarounds. Two, two, it's two cruises a week. So yeah. you got to think you meet in, it's 4,000 crew, uh, 4,000 um, on guests on one oh, boat. Oh, 4,000 guests. It's How many? 1,500 crew. Damn. 1,500 crew and over 150 different nationalities. Whew. So it's just such a cluster of everything. That's a lot. Up. It's a lot to take in for a person who's very introverted. Yeah. And. <laughs> It's just, I mean, you, there's no escape. Yeah. There's no escape from it. And I did not want to get swallowed into that. I know, don't get me wrong. I know people who, you know, still Things to certain, this day work there. But that's the thing, like, people need to understand. There's a job for everyone. Right. And for creative people mm-hmm. and entrepreneur people, normally these are separate people. Because yeah. you have entrepreneurs who are not creative at all. Mm-hmm. And you have creative entrepreneurs, which is like the combination of like chaos because we cannot yeah. deal with that same thing yeah, every like day I need to be and able although, to express myself although we can be extroverted at times but our main thing is introvert like yeah. like you know even like like I have this social platform now mm-hmm. right uh, I've always been a social person but not to go out and say hey what's up guys hey, this is me yeah, no it's no, more like I'll me. be there I'll meet you and then yep. we can get I talk a lot so we can get really social that way right. but afterwards I'm gonna go back and work in my dark little room exactly. um so when I'm out and about places it's now, especially nowadays, is weird because it's like I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Exactly. I can just not be here. All right, yeah. try to make the. This is my mind, mm-hmm. right? You know, or try to make the best of come it. Over sometimes. Yeah. Even and and it's not, it doesn't mean I don't like you. Nope. It doesn't mean that I don't want to be your friend. But even sometimes when people come over, like now I feel like you're in my bubble. Yeah. So now it's kind of like in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, and we chilling and we talking, we having a good time. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay. Should I just, what can I do to make her feel like, you know, it's get time up and to, leave? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, should I just, should I yawn? And should people I don't, like? un, and some people don't even get the hints. No, And, and it, it sucks because it's not a bad thing. It's just like kind of who we are. And, yeah. I, and, and it's good to be around people that understand that mm-hmm. because some people get offended. Like, you know, it's like, like I, I, and also it's, it's really weird because while you're in the moment, you're having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, exactly. So you try to tell yourself like. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, calm down. Just it's, it's definitely right. a conversation that needs to be had because a lot. Yeah. I think so many people are like this. Like, yeah. you know, you you. I want to be in that party, but I really don't want to be in that party. Yeah, I, I but I know I would enjoy myself if I was having. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think that. Um, I definitely think things that go on like mentally, like mental health with the black community. Yeah. I definitely think it needs to be talked about because a lot of people don't understand and no. they don't get it, and so they call you certain types of things, or they just they say like you know you're being antisocial, yeah. or you know you're being this or you're being that. But no, this is just who I am, yes. and you know it's not really necessarily something that I can help. Yeah. Um, just understand that it's something for me to even be around yes. you in this space. Exactly. I'm glad that you said that because um, we, we really need to talk about a lot of things in the, mm-hmm. in the black community. But speaking of mental health, one thing I don't like, uh, especially like this time, this day and age, is there's always we need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But we never talk about it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so where do you start? Like we do that a lot. Like well, yeah. we need to change this. But where do you start? Right. So mm-hmm. I, I just personally think we'll start from the people who actually have mental health. We can't yeah. have people who don't deal with mental health. Talk about, about mental, mental health. health. No, it doesn't. It doesn't I don't care if you got your doctorate in mental mm-hmm. health studies, because you got to think about it like this: if the person that is teaching this have not had any type of mental health mm-hmm. illness, I don't care what a book says. 
you, right. you, you, you're not getting the knowledge from the horse's know, mouth. Yeah, I need right? you to and, know how it feels. Yes, and that's the thing with a lot of things. Um, people cannot um, convey a lot of messages because, yeah, you're a professor or you have your doctorate, mm-hmm. but have you ever dealt with any trauma? Right. Have you ever dealt with any type of mental illness? And and, and that's mm-hmm. where the conversation needs to start with people who actually dealt with it. Mm-hmm. And and so people can speak up and feel comfortable. Like, you know, and right. uh, one thing that I think makes it hard is probably the word yeah. mental health or mm-hmm. mental illness. Mm-hmm. It just sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like yeah. lying, that sounds bad, that but may, some people it's, do it's, it for they, the good. They, they, they people automatically associate it with crazy. Yes. And that's, no, crazy is crazy. Yeah. Crazy is <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's some good trauma and there's some bad trauma, mm-hmm. but the word trauma, we think the worst of things. Right. And I think that is the, the we need to shape, reshape the narrative on that. Um, but why do you think that in the black community, um, other than being frowned upon or being called crazy that we don't want to talk about our mental health? I think a lot of people in the black community feel a sense of, first of all, going back to when we were raised and back and, you know, I would say, what year were you born? I'm 88. I'm 88. <laughs> I'm 91. Now, okay, so, you didn't answer that. Everybody know how old I am. Oh, well, so, okay, so back in around the time when we were being raised, like things like that, like you didn't. You didn't act out because it was embarrassing mm-hmm. or you didn't act a certain way in public because you didn't want to. You weren't going to embarrass me. Yes. Or, you know, when we get in here, you're not going to do X, Y, Z. Yep. But, you know, people don't realize that sometimes in the moment your feelings are your feelings. And yes. you can't stop that just because I'm around certain people oh, or I'm in a certain yes. environment or, you know, because you're building up trauma because you don't want to be embarrassed. Oh so God. in turn, now I have to suppress these things. And, you know, I didn't know. And this is not, not you know, they didn't, you're not going to know then. Right. You're not going to Yo, know then. And, and that's this the is best a, part about trauma. Right. Like, right. And then as, as, as a parent, sometimes when you hear things like that, you think it's like a jab at what your parenting is, but yes. no, all parents was doing that because that's just how, yes. you know, that's how y'all were raised to raise us. Yes. So it's not something that's necessarily a jab. It's just that now the next generation just has to know that we have to do better because it's okay to like, I I have a son and you know, one of the biggest things is, you know, boys can't cry. Boys can't do this and suck it up. up, One of the biggest things that, you know, people have an issue with is that I'm a female raising a man without a man in my life. And, that's okay to yes. me. Like it's plenty. There's plenty of men who were only raised by females. Yeah. There were plenty of men who were raised by two females. There were plenty of men who were raised by one female, and they're, they're by their grandparents or aunts or yep. whoever. Uncles. And those men are okay and they're successful. Yes. It doesn't mean that they automatically have this association that you know if a boy cries or yes. if they show feelings or anything like that, then but that's what they should. Then they should because I, I want natural. my son to show his feelings. Yes. Because if he doesn't, then it's I'm a dangerous. When, it's I, dangerous when you don't. Well, you know, if you can't show feelings then you know that makes you a sociopath yeah. and then that's something else we got to talk yep. about so you know I, I want him to convey that he's upset yes. if I upset him I want him to, to tell say me, mom you upset me right the, oh man you we hit so many points and I don't want to lose lose my train of thought right because so, <laughs> that's this is the type of stuff when we say we need to talk about mm-hmm. we need to talk about it which mm-hmm. we don't um as far as the the stigma that's being placed that the parents don't even know their place and it's like you mm-hmm. said um don't embarrass me when you're getting here yep let your child be your child. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, we try to say we can't blame them because it's learned behavior, right? Yeah. But the problem is nowadays is people our age who have not learned that. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of children, even including ourselves, we didn't know what trauma was until mm-hmm. like, like I don't know about you, but like it'd be like random days of like, 
Oh my God! Dang, that happened. I dang, think that's messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's and it's about you and your childhood. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong; it may have not affected you negative negatively right. because it probably wasn't done too many times, right? Right. But it's a point where you're like, like it's it's the thing my dad used to always say. <laughs> he would always joke like, if you're doing anything, it was like a catchphrase, and he would say, "That's how AIDS start." Yeah. I've never, <laughs> and it, it I think reason why I never understood what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Because he would say it about anything. It can be like anything. You'd be like, ah, get away from me. That's an eight star. Like, ew, oh, or he'll, it just was like a catchphrase. Yeah. And then, like, one day, I probably was like 21, and I think I was driving. I'm like, that's how AIDS start. Oh. And it never, so that's kind of, mm-hmm. it just reminds me, that's kind of what trauma is, right? Mm-hmm. A, a person repeatedly doing something as you're a kid, you, not, you probably don't understand because this is not the norm. Yep. When you get in this store, put your hands in your pocket. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. like, you want me, a seven year old or whatever, however old the kid is, five, seven, six. Yeah. To go in a store where there's things, and, and I cannot and, just, and yeah. put my hands in my pocket. Mm-hmm. That, you that, t- that's you're a, touching things. You're t- so why exactly. Would you expect me not to want to. Exactly. So that's like one point as a parent, especially being a black parent, that we got to stop things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is when a kid is talking back to you. There's a difference between being disrespectful. Yep. And responding, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you're very smart. Your your little man is probably really smart, right? Mm-hmm. Even for two. My daughter is really smart. smart. Yeah, that's the thing. But you got to remind yourself, like, yeah. sometimes that's another thing as far as being a parent, especially with a lot of black kids. They're super smart kids, yeah. Yeah. right? And we kind of sometimes shut them all, shut them mm-hmm. down. And try when, to make them suppress yes, their, smartness. their minds. To you make cannot them, do that yeah. because we don't understand. Like, I've seen it time and time again. You have a smart kid. Don't talk back to me. Mm-hmm. They're not talking back to you. They're responding to yeah. you. Like, you know, like kind of with my kid, like, she will respond to you. As long as she's not being sassy or grown, mm-hmm. she can. She's free to do whatever she wants. Or like, when I, they question something, like yes. I mean, it's okay for them to question. They're human beings because they're human, and they're they also learning. They <laughs> yeah. want to understand why we're doing something. Yes. Or like when a, when you know you, a parent tells their kid, "Come on, get ready." We, you know, we're getting ready to go, and it's and oh, where are we going? Well, come on, let's just go. Yeah. Not like yeah, they're human. They want to know, know where we're going. Where they're going. If I put you in a car and I don't tell you where I'm going, you're gonna. You know, as an adult, you're like, well, I'm getting out, yeah. you know? And that's the thing. We have to remember, um, and this is for every community, mm-hmm. more importantly, the black community, um, because I only know that side, right? Yeah. We need to be able to let our children speak mm-hmm. because they're human. When they ask questions, you answer them. Right. You're not explaining nothing to them, but they are a person, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I think, we, again, we're suppressing these things. And as we get older, and you cannot say we're wrong, because look at yourself and look at how many things you don't do, right? <laughs> Screw with it. It's your boy, Samai Savage. Hey, guys. This is Sugar Wolf. Yo, this is Will Steezel. Well, hello there, everybody. <laughs> this is August. What's up? It's Ethan Ross, and you're listening to the Anti-Social Social Tour podcast. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. And then think of the reason. And maybe you may have never thought of the reason, so it's never been a problem. But right. if you were to sit there and be like, maybe I don't do that because of this. Yeah. Then, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I do put my hands in my pocket automatically when automatically. I go into the supermarket yep. but I never thought about it yep. think about it like you mm-hmm. know those things that your parents would say like yep. don't talk or or, or ask your question and tell you to shut up yep mm-hmm. that word gets me I hate the yeah. word shut up it, it you know you can say be quiet you know because it's yeah. a more gentle way That's of saying it, it you right. know um when it comes to our children we have to let them speak a lot of people mm-hmm. used to be like those my kid over respond I'm like your kid's being I said what did she say what did she say oh no yeah. she's just responding to you like I'm not gonna no I'm not that's she has a she has a voice especially as a young woman yeah 
we want them to be able to speak up. Yeah. All the time. Because then when they don't have a voice, then that that's when it will become an yes. issue. Yep. And if you continue to tell them that they shouldn't, mm-hmm. then that's when they're gonna keep secrets from you, gonna, number one. Exactly. When they're in their preteens and teens, yep. they're gonna hide things, they're not gonna feel like they can come to someone and talk to them about mm-hmm. their feelings. And then when they come hopefully for a relationship, they're not gonna yep. be able to speak up for them. It's, that's like a that's another form of abuse. Yep. So it's like I don't want any of that. And I think as the black community, we need to understand we need to we need to uplift our children. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like beauty. Like and, and the fact that we gotta do this. 10 times more is really sad. It's sad. It's Um, really sad. We have to uplift and, you know, speak positivity into our kids and things like that because, you know, the world is not doing it for us. And And it's, but it's, but also it's our job as a parent. Yeah. So we can't blame anything. Like when they go that the teacher's not teaching them. Well, school is two part, two ways. It's at home and it's at school. school. So like, I don't ever, honestly, I don't bank on the teacher doing anything for my kid. No. There's so many schools we brought up to, and, they, and she's learned. She's been a. She's been ahead, mm-hmm. and then sometimes she's like, "Daddy, well, this is like I did this in third grade, yeah. you know." So we're gonna keep teaching at home, yeah. and just do it because that's the legal way, you know, keep them in school. Right. But I'm right. not gonna depend on that teacher to teach my kid yeah, because can't. there's some things that teachers are not gonna teach their children. Right. And, and that's another thing. Yeah, so that's that's another conversation. Not, never learn. So as a parent, it's very hard, but we have to remember we're raising a human being, mm-hmm. and although we want the change that's in our world. And then make it better for their world. Yeah. You know, so I think by uplift, uplift them, especially uplift, the, yeah. you know, tell them they're beautiful every day. Yeah. Because I don't need anyone when they tell my kid that she's like, oh, okay, I know that already, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, or even like when it comes to like, it's like we have to do these things so naturally they don't even know. Like kind of how we're telling yeah. them to be quiet, mm-hmm. kind of how we're telling them to put their hands in their pocket, act right. Does, how we can the remember- same things into positivity. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, um, yeah, just like, especially like telling them they're beautiful. Yeah. Every day. Every you know? day. And building that self-esteem, even when it comes to like buying doll babies, um, I don't tell my kids why, but I'll go, yeah, I don't really like that one. Mm-hmm. You know why? I'm like, her hair's too straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I want her to understand that she can love the one that looks like her. Right. Because unfortunately, we live in a world where we don't make toys, right? Yeah. So we have to pick what's best for, I guess, our kids. So mm-hmm. when we go there and we see, you know, I mean, that one looks better. I'm just saying. And that's, that's you know? really. That's really. Um one of the things that I really kind of wanted to tackle with having a retail space is because I have so much space to offer so many more products. I actually have gone and looked for those specific things. Like I have the books um, that are on black culture and I have the books on anti-racism and you know, I have black dolls coming and things like this. So people know that these things are available. So little girls know that these things are available because when you go into these mainstream stores, you You don't don't see see that. It'll probably be, you know, way over there. Maybe only a few in stock. Yeah. And now, Um, you know, I I will say, I will be honest and say that it is getting a little better. Yes. Um, You will see a little more culture when it comes to toys and things like that. When you guys, been easier store. over the years for me to pick but yeah. I, re- I actually remember those seeing like yeah there's nothing, none in here yeah none. and that's another thing when, as a growing into an adult you don't pitch those things no. it's like you know you don't deal with those things you never i never had that problem when i was a kid no. i mean all because you it wasn't pointed out mm-hmm. right so all the toys were cool and you know? i even i i have I've, i had that experience when i was younger my grandmother will never let me forget this story but mm-hmm. when i was younger cabbage patch dolls you know yes. just came out and those was a thing so at the time you went down to the department store like to a macy's or whatever yes. to get your to cabbage, get your cabbage, cabbage patch doll. Mm-hmm. so when they first came out my grandmother took me down to get my cabbage patch doll and we, we stood in line and all of that stuff only for me to get up there and she picks out you know the black cabbage patch doll took yeah. it to me and she said i cried and threw a fit and the biggest fit in the world because when i was young I was very light skinned. Yeah. Um, 
up until I would say we moved to we moved from Jersey to Dallas when I was about seven or eight. Okay. And so from spending summer after summer and like naturally, you know, my skin just automatically kind of got a shade darker. But yeah. from when I was first. I would say from about the time I was born up until I was about two or three, I was very light skinned. Yeah. And so just visually, I didn't understand that although that doll was, you know, darker skin to me, that was yeah. a black doll and I'm a black I'm bl girl. Yes. I didn't look at it like that. I was just looking at, you know, the color of this doll mm -hmm. does not match me. Now, give me the darkest doll yes. that, you, that you got in the store. Because now I understand that, you know, that doll had melanin. That dog yeah. had, you know, that doll's melanin was rich. Like, that's the doll that you want. You don't yeah. want this fair-skinned doll. Yes. So, and it's kind of something that I had to learn. And I, I make sure that, even though he's only two, you know, I make sure that my son understands that. Yeah, know, well, they understand it. Yeah. When kids start, I go by this rule. When I say one thing and you do it, that means you understand everything I'm saying. Uh -huh. So, from that point, whenever my yeah. kids show that, that's when, the, like, the training starts. It's yeah. like, you, I say, sit down, you sit Okay, training starts in three months. Yep. Let's go. Yep, yep, let's go. <laughs> and they also coming out smarter. Right, like, on, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, and he's, yeah. you know, the good thing about him is although he scares me mm -hmm. to death, he's very smart when it comes to things like that, and it doesn't take him long to yeah. pick up on things. And, you know, I'm very appreciative of that because I think that it'll be a lot easier for him to understand. Yes. Um, right now, he... Uh, toys to me, toys to me are toys. Yes. Um, I am not that parent, and that goes uh, again with saying, you know, about how people say that boys can't do this and yeah. boys can't do that. You know, I'm uh, my son. I have a goddaughter who's she just turned nine. Yeah. And she has dolls. She has LOL dolls, and she has you know I hate all those of these things. Yeah, I know money takers. I know it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> just ridiculous. It's so man. ridiculous. She's getting a little bit phased off of them mm -hmm. now. She's kind of more into her Nintendo Switch, so she's getting a little but. All the stuff is still there. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes my son takes his little PJ Masks backpack. He fills it up with all his little Avengers mm -hmm. and his PJ Masks. Sometimes he's got LOL talk, do mm -hmm. dolls in there and little pocketbooks and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, to them, like, you know, to some, I'm not going to say who, mm -hmm. or I'm not going to call anybody We can talk without talking. Anybody. That's yeah, our, another yeah, special we, power we have. I'm going to say without saying. <laughs> to certain people, they have an issue with, you know, if my son has on something that may be for a girl mm -hmm. or something that may be, you know, a girl toy or even the fact that my son has a, so he's got a high top, like the kid in play yeah. going right now. Oh, nice. But every now and then his hair goes in a ponytail. But everyone does that. But they, everybody they, does everyone that. Everyone does it. Well, and it started because my, my goddaughter, she, she puts it in and she calls it, that's his Chris Brown bun. Yeah. So he, once he has his ponytail in, she soups him up and all this stuff. So yeah. now he doesn't want to take it out. Mm -hmm. So for a minute, he was rocking a ponytail for a few weeks. And again, not going to say any names or anything like that, but it was a big thing that yeah. my son had this ponytail because ponytails are funny. for everyone, girls. Everyone has an opinion and ponytails are not for girls. Like, this is the thing. We separate yeah, so many things. Here. Toys are toys. And this is the problem with that reoccurring stigma mm -hmm. that we're going to keep placing. We should be changing these narratives and look exactly. like it's about how we think, reshape our mm -hmm. brains, right? So how about this? He took the toys for the boys and because he see people, he need girls, you need girls exactly. and you need her accessories. Like, I don't know if you know what imagination is, but you the kids be in it, yeah. you know, and, and that's when we reshape it. Mm -hmm. Put that down. That's for girls. Yep. Yep. Why did you make it obvious? Yeah. You know, that, it's, it's, so now, they didn't now think about that. in his that. mind, he thinks it's for girls. Yes. But before, it was just, it was a, just toy a toy to that he needed that probably he relates just, to life. Right. You know, but maybe he doesn't, I mean, again, if there's some people too that want to hang out with their boys all day. I'm not and that sometimes guy. sometimes he's <laughs> and you never, like, you, you, 
it's just automatically seeing him pick it up and it's just automatically, oh, no, he can't do that. No. But if you even sit and just watch him sometimes, sometimes he takes the pocketbooks and turns them upside down mm-hmm. and stands. They use it for different things. They use it for different stuff. Yeah. So that's why I never tell, like, if he even if we go in a store and that's what he picks out, yeah. that's what he picks out because yeah. that's what he wanted. It's that's a, not a big thing to me. We make things obvious. Yeah. We. You know yeah. who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. we make things out we're really judgmental about things, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes our situations be way worse. And it's just it, it just goes into that that older generation, yeah. like they just they're so stuck in that, and they in those don't ways, know the how negative to, mindset. They don't understand what's going on these days, no. and but and some of us have carried that weight. Well, I mean, we're still doing and having conversations about if we do this, then he's gonna grow up gay. Yeah. So we're still stuck on that conversation. Yep. So that, we, and that's we, a, yeah. Why is that? Is that like a is that like a a, a culture a curse? It's a, it's a thing. Because I'm not going to say generational no more. It's like a culture it's a curse. Culture curse. You know, yeah, it really is. Like it oh, hmm. And you I'm, know, I, yeah, prime I'm example. It, yeah. Um, I'm, I guess I didn't say my age now, but I've dealt with that all my life. Yeah. Still to this day. Yeah. And and nothing for nothing, I will say, thank God that I've dealt with that all my life because mm-hmm. that allowed me to literally. I've never and it's. I, I will say that I'm blessed to say that I've never been affected. Literally, yeah. like never been affected by it. So that's a that's a plus. But it also gave me the, the room to do whatever I want to do yep. without any question mm-hmm. because the only person who cares about it is me. Mm-hmm. So even to even till this day, some of my family, I, I love my friends and family because they, mm-hmm. they keep it they keep it a hundred, mm-hmm. you know. But I also go, well, that's because what I wanted to do. That's kind of like yeah. you know, well, you yeah. don't. No, I don't care what anyone thinks. No. And I think when you genuinely don't care what anyone thinks, again, that's a culture thing no. too. And too worried about a, everybody and, and what a, everyone that's thinks. That's a big problem, and you know with my family too is that you know i sometimes i'll get to the point where i just i don't care Mm -hmm. and you know i had to come to realize that sometimes it's not you being like you said it's not being disrespectful it's not being but sometimes i can't let what bothers you bother me thank you i can't let what bothers you you bother me because now it's starting to drain on me mentally now it's starting to drain now you're not able to perform how you supposed to perform now i can't do what i need Mm -hmm. to do for myself now i'm starting to feel like i'm in a slump because i'm not pleasing you yes that's not that's not me nope that's not me so sometimes we just gonna have to agree to disagree yes because i'm this type of person not even arguing with you no and you know what you know what's something i had to realize too is that people don't realize when you grow up whichever house you grow up in Mm -hmm. that's usually like the characteristics and the mannerisms and the things like that that you adapt to as a person yeah. and you know growing up as far as you know how clean you may be or yeah. how you may cook or yes. how you may treat people and things like that but at the end of the day a lot of us tend to forget that our children or whoever still have a whole nother set of dna inside yes, of inside them. of yes so your wow. child is not going to be exactly who you, you are house. because they still have other their characteristics their yep. mother's characteristics yes. inside of them no matter how hard you try to steer that in another direction it can't work it's it in their dna because it's in yes. their dna so i had to learn that wow very, so, come to, on nini <laughs> i had to learn that very very quickly and you know what made me realize that first of all what made me realize that is that me and my mother are very similar and we get along in a lot of ways, yes. but in a lot of ways we don't. Yeah. And what came to realize that is that 
you know, we're just two different people in certain type of ways. Yes. It doesn't mean that we have to have a foul relationship. It doesn't mean that we can't get along. It just means that in certain things, she's different from I from who I am. As it should be. As it because should you're be. A because you're a different Your own human. That's, I'm a different yes. person. And what made me realize that is my son. My son is not who I am or who any child was in yeah. my family. My son is full of energy he loves running and playing like he's always constant like you're every five minutes carter yeah. carter 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 because he's always into something yes and but on the flip side i have to realize that okay yeah i may have been a calm and easygoing yes. kid but he's not but maybe his father was not yes and you know those are the characteristics that he may be picking up from him but on the flip side i can see you know, first of all, a lot of you he looks him. like me. Mm -hmm. So off the top, you know, physically, I can see that's what yeah. he got from me. And then some of his mannerisms that he does, I can see, okay, that's what he got from me. But yeah. when it comes to Do you ever be like, no, that's not me. That's what you got from your daddy. Yeah, yep. That's came from yeah. your daddy. Yeah, so certain things you have to kind of realize that you can't force people to be who you want them to be. Yes. Just because that's who you are. Yes. Because in the same token, you're not just completely your mother or yes. completely your father. You're you're, you're you both. Know, you're combined into yes. both. Yes. It's amazing. It's still your child yes. and you still have to love them regardless and yes. you have to love who they are. Yes. And you have to learn to understand who they are. Please say you have to are. love who they are and understand, and understand who, they who, are. who they are. That is 100% true. 100%. And it's so crazy how we know what hurt us. Mm-hmm but we will go hurt someone the same way. Yep. I don't understand that. Mm -hmm. um, it, 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 it's just crazy. But one thing I have learned in this, uh, exactly what you just said about the, the kid and the different characteristics. When I was a kid, I was a very, my very smart little guy. So I didn't believe a lot of things. Mm -hmm. If you didn't have, in my world, if it was, I guess, proof. If I couldn't see it. Yeah, thank you. Yep. That was me. Sometimes to this day still, you know, yeah. and I laugh at it. So jeans are one of them. When I was a kid, that was the stupidest thing I've one of one of the that was one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. I didn't believe it. It wasn't enough proof to me. You mean to tell me that these things can mix? So watch out, you know, like who you <laughs> who you sleep. But seriously, I yeah. thought it was like dumb, so I ignored it mm -hmm. until I had my kid when she was growing up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the? F That's me. Yeah. And you see it, and it's like, yeah. and then you'll like see that, that yeah. I created that. Like, yes, and it's like that's like what I do, yeah. and without them knowing, because mm -hmm. they don't know you until they start knowing you. And I'm yeah. like, that's crazy. And then there's some things in her who's like, oh, that's her mom. I hate yeah. that. Uh -huh. But I have never once tried to change that mm -hmm. because that can. That's another part of trauma, giving them another stigma. Yep. Making because them it's feel like bad this is how I hold my fork. Like yes, and I think we. Everyone in the world, but most importantly, our culture, culture, because it's all I know. I can only speak what we, what we know, right? right? Exactly. I know. I think it's, it's a shame, too, in this day and age where you have to clear up both sides. Yeah. Silly. Mm -hmm. um, but we as a culture need to stop doing that mm -hmm. because you don't like the way someone does something. That's okay. What about yes, yourself? Yeah, Even when it comes to your you? kids, all you got to do is try to steer them the right way, feed them, make sure they're healthy, make sure they're happy, make sure they get education, and make sure they do what they love. Right. If they're, if that's, that's like a kid. My kids are left-handed. That's like us trying to force them to work right in their right hand mm -hmm. every day. It's different, and actually, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's weird because actually, both of my daughters are left-handed. Oh, how oh, it's, yeah, it's so see? like it's it's weird because I don't think no one in my family, other than like my cousin from I think Carter know, may be left-handed. You know, he's kind of doing both right now. But yeah, I, I think he may be left-handed. It's it's pretty funny because with uh, the small one, I'm like, you think she's left-handed too? We're like, I think so. I'm like, nah, you know, mm. and she is. So it's it's like a I don't know where she get it from. Maybe from mom's side. Yeah, you know, and that's the part of like we got to understand that our children are humans. But I love what you said as far as like. That should be people too. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I can't change anything about Nini, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's what I'm glad I was. I would say I was. I've always been this way, so nothing have never shifted with me. It's like I'm just gonna be me. Right. And, and who if likes you it likes thank it. And you. If you don't, you just don't. And and that's what I want to spread that to the world. Like y'all need to understand. This is a lot of problem. And I'm not gonna. I'm gonna call it new mental trauma, mm-hmm. right? Not we're not talking about the trauma like we talked about earlier. Yeah. This new mental trauma when people worry about everything about them and like and then stay and still judging people too. Like understand that. You can't change people, and that's okay. Yeah, we can still adapt in different ways and connect in different ways, but maybe we can't be around each other for every day. Right, There's and that's so many okay. Ways for people to connect yeah. with each other, where it doesn't involve you interrupting anybody else's yes. well-being or interrupting anybody else's space. Yes. We may not work together well in this way, but yes. that doesn't mean we can't work together tomorrow. Exactly. In that way. Just because we're not friends doesn't mean we have to be enemies. Right. And I and I think a lot of people, especially our people, get that really confused. Um, but these are so many times. This is so great. Oh, yeah. Because we can do yeah, this all yeah, day. Um, but but you know what? It. This is, but we need to talk because what happens when we say that? But we don't want, what's the new thing now? But we don't want to talk about that now, do yeah, we? But we don't want to, we yeah, but yeah, we don't want to sip that tea. All right. So how about we talk about it? Stop yeah. saying, but we don't want, let's no, actually let's, talk, let's about talk about it. About let's it. have a conversation because the best part of conversation is when people can chime in and go, well, I disagree. Yeah. And then, then I would say, why, well, do, you why disagree? do you disagree? Instead yeah. of barking back at them and hating them. That's another thing where a lot of people are hypocrites for is like, just because you don't like um, Chick, Chick-fil-A and, and I like it doesn't mean I have to hate you now. Mm-hmm. That's your choice. Yeah. And I think we need to stop that. Like, yeah. yo, like, okay, what, why don't, why, why don't like you like you can't that? be friends with somebody or you can't associate with somebody because they made a decision not to yes. do a specific thing. And that's and the problem. No, that's a problem. Yeah. Like as a person, when you're the middle person, you have two friends that don't exactly. like each other. I've been the guy that's like, well, you don't talk about this person and you don't talk about that person because I don't care. Because I don't want to hear Exactly. It. But yeah. I'm, a both, I'm both, both of y'all friends. Exactly. I just won't bring out in the same room together. And that's, that's pro. And but it's I, just that's, yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. Um, and some people, get hate like the opposite person sometimes you're like well i don't want you no i'm not doing that mm-hmm. well i won't talk to neither one of y'all for both yeah. be like that or you know? you're having something oh it's also gonna be there what difference is yeah it, it you doesn't for me what yes you're not coming think, oh you? number one thing in the black community yeah. who all gonna be there yeah it's like because i'm not coming you're not coming for them so be an adult if exactly. you don't deal with if you don't fuck with them then don't then, then don't, just don't then fuck just with them yeah. that's simple yeah, you y'all know? have to have conversations. Just be cordial yep. while you're in my space. Because you're, you should be here for me. And that's right. something we don't want to talk about, right? But that always happens. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it, it is crazy. But I think um, I do believe, like you said, everything is getting better when it comes to the toys. It's getting better when it comes to the culture. I think, yeah, like, I think right now, though, I think um, the situation that's happening with these protests, I got frustrated a couple of times and didn't want to look at it no more because it's like we, all we do is talk, mm-hmm. you know? It's all we do. Like right now, it's been let's say six months, roughly, right? And we don't have no demands. Nope. I don't know. Do you have you heard any? I haven't heard any demands. No. Other than the the normal demands, which I don't want to count as new. They're not demands. Yeah. I haven't seen a leader, right? So it's like who's taking charge? Yeah. Who? This is taking over and and on the forefront because although we can do it in our communities until somebody with an impactful voice takes a stand. Someone has to be a leader. And someone has to lead and say and go, you know, and stand and and march on Washington and say, okay, y'all need to arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Like until somebody stands up for us and says these things. I mean, it's we're the just, same thing. It's yeah, a circle. It's just so, the same, yeah. And you know what? That's the thing that frustrated about my culture that I get frustrated with. And it's unfortunate when you talk about your culture, then you get bashed. Like another mm-hmm. part of listening. Like understand yeah. what people are trying to say. Like yeah. try to under, you know, try to understand why they feel that way. Um, but the fact that like this time, I've only lived 29 years, but in my time that I've witnessed that this to me, we have finally had worldwide attention and support. Yeah. yeah. Right? And 
I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little embarrassed right now because we have everyone's attention. We've been saying, hey, please listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, right? And now everyone's like, what's up? What's up? Oh, and then it, to me, it, to me, this is how I, the best way I can describe it. We have a bunch of hostages in here, right? Uh-huh. Got 12 hostages in here. You know, police come, the helicopters come, news, they, uh-huh. the phone rings, and they go, Brandon, um, what, what, what can we do to get the hostages out? And I, I responded, I'm like, Hmm, I don't know. Oh, shit, I didn't think I was going to get this far. Yeah, I, I didn't even. I didn't know he was going to make it know, this far. Okay. Like, like, what do you want? Any demands? Like, I can ask for something? Yeah. Like, that's what, how uh-huh. I feel what it is yeah. now. Yeah. And that's like a slap in the face. Because it's yeah. like, what do we want? Yeah, what is it that we want? We keep on saying we want People equality, right? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I don't. That, we're never going to have that. No. That's not how world that's works it. and how business works. It's just how, There's you know. There's too many until... You can't even say until all the races die off. Die Not off no more. Because they're raising racists. Yep. So they'll never die off. No. Because now you have, you know, young, young kids like that are young. Young kids. It's taught. That, you know, are taught racism so, so early and they're adapting it so early. And so, you know, you see. You know, white kids using the word nigger and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's just like, it's a big thing to where. It makes me afraid to raise yes. a kid Man. in this environment where, you know, this cycle is just going to continue. Yeah. And, you know, it's like we're never going to be at an equal point, but we can get to a point where our, we're seen and, and they know yes. that we're here and we're not going to take any shit from yes. them anymore. Yes. They, like, oh, that's, man. That's, this that's may be the, the last episode. That's the point that I think we <laughs> But you know what? From. You're 100% right. And one thing we're able to do is speak without speak. Yeah. So, but I totally understand it because I say the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not one for violence or anything. No, but it's like, okay, but not. at what point? Um, someone said, I'm going to switch it to gears because I'm getting a little too honest. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone said the other day, um, he, it was a whole statement, but it was, it was like, we keep on loving America when America consistently don't love us. Yeah. He, he it was a little more detailed. And that, that was really impactful because I'm like, it's crazy. You're right. Mm-hmm. Like, we're the only, we're the only, and again, I'm going to speak from my culture. I don't know about the culture, but from what I've witnessed, we're the only culture that keeps getting stabbed in the back, but never retaliates. Yep. And always just say, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to do better this time. Yep. But can you please give me a little more space? Mm-hmm. That's like the worst thing ever. And like you said, it makes it really fearful to raise a kid. Yeah. Because I try yeah. to raise my kid on diversity. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I love my culture. I love everyone. But that's the problem. Sometimes we can be racist, too. Yeah. Like, by saying, why you don't have your kid in the all black this? See, this is the problem now. I mean, everyone is entitled to their opinion. But this is the problem. Mm-hmm. Because if my kid, if my, not my kid, if, another, if a Caucasian person have their kid in the all white school and make them only do all white things. Mm-hmm. And the kid doesn't understand what another race or culture will look like. Yeah. Then they're they're we done fucked them up in a way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then we 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 change our narrative. And yes, we want we should be doing more things. Yes, we should as a community. We should be doing so many more things, and we should mm-hmm. be uplifting our people. Yes, we should. But when you got a bash and want to say it needs to be all black or you're not woke, we kind of add to the same problem on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. 
Now, yes, there is a lot of things that only we can teach, and our kids definitely need those type of things. There are a lot of lessons from when I was a kid that could have been traumatic that kind of prepared me. So there's a lot of things that mixes these races yeah. that's just for that, and it's like, damn, I'm glad I, I'm glad I, I'm glad I grew up in an urban area because now I think I can survive anywhere. Yeah, like yeah. we, nothing now, really scares it's, it's me. Nothing, it's like nothing that scares. It's like me, yeah. it's it's fucked up. It's mm-hmm. it's fucked up, and it's a trauma. It really yeah. is. Like you, like, no kids to see someone get shot, right? Yeah, but. Yeah. It's the it kind of, it, yeah, of it's us, in yeah. it, and it's so scary. Mm-hmm. It's even scary when you make it out, in a sense, mm-hmm. right? When it's not your norm no more, and then people try to think that certain things are scary. And you're like, nah, no, it's not. Like I haven't seen an abandoned house yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. um, it, it, it prepared right. you, but um, it, it's 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 very hurtful that um, we are in this world and it's the same and it, and it's kind of repeating. Like I remember when I was a teenager, I would hear them say, "Well, they're gonna die off." Yeah, and now I'm not a teenager, and I'm like. They're not going to die because it's taught. It's taught. Very rampant. But as far as like raising a kid, we want to make sure I try to keep it as diverse as possible Mm -hmm. because all children should love or everyone. They should be taught what they are. They don't even be. They don't even need to be taught. They already love everyone and everything. They don't just. They just like you. They don't like you if you don't like you. Not for who you are and what color you are. But we can teach it. As far as 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 a black community, yes, we need to do so many things as far uplifting our community first, but also getting them out of the community. That's another Mm -hmm. stigma that I've witnessed a lot of kids in Elite City. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, damn. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I know I know what poverty look like, but if you can still go to the club and get new shoes, you can take your kid you to another to, state, right. to the new park, to, to, to a to museum, to an aquarium with other people. And that's one thing I can honestly say that I would never take away from, you know, my mother as a single Same. mother, regardless of what she had to do. When we were younger, she made sure that we traveled. Yes. She made sure that we experienced. How many siblings do you have? How many what? How many siblings? Uh, I, I have, well, I have one sibling that yes. I grew up with in the house, um, and then I have a half-sister from my dad and my stepmom mm-hmm. who lives in New Jersey, and then my mom married, a, uh, well, it's been about 10 years now, but he has a daughter, yeah. so I have a stepsister on that side, too, but okay. I just have one sister that I grew up in the house with. She um, is actually in dental school in Boston, wow. so... My son will have free dental, free dental care, care by right? the time it's about his time to get braces. Right. So Sis, I, need, I need these new, new veneers. Sis, I need them. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she. Um, it was just us two growing up, and she made sure that we traveled. We yes. went on cruises. We went out of town. We went on vacations and things like that because you have to let your kids experience other yes. things. You cannot let them think that what around what's around all. them is all yes. that it is. Because and we it's need, not. that's another thing we need to change with our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give my mom, I, used to, I still ask my mom, like, I don't know how you did this, man. Yeah. Like, I have one, I'm one of six. So I'm like, well, how, like we traveled every year yeah. throughout the year. And that told me two things. Number one, there's something out there. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it brought in my horizon. Yeah. Um, number two, it built me who I am today, mm-hmm. you know, from those experiences. Like I've been a lot of, a lot of places and I still want to go other places, mm-hmm. not know you do that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And that's the normal that's reaction a, from yeah. a kid who hasn't done anything. Exactly. And that's our opportunity to go. Yeah. Well, this is actually fun. Like uh, one thing, one stigma that I do not like about, um, our culture is like, uh, that's for that type of people. Yes. We don't do yes. that. Yep. Why not? Why not? That was me as a kid. Why it's like, not? I, I ask why a lot. Like, I mm-hmm. ask so many questions. That's another thing about people with children. You encourage a kid to ask any, any questions because they'll, if they don't know something, they'll shut up and, not, and they'll agree mm-hmm. to something they don't understand. Exactly. That's one thing I'm big at. If, you're, if we're talking in conversation, even till this day, and you say something I don't understand, I'm like, okay. Wait, wait, wait. What does wait, that mean? Well, well explain right? that to me. Wait, let's go back. Have no shame in that. Yeah. And a lot of people will be mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. not understanding. Yes, man. Because they're afraid to look a certain way. Yeah. Nah, I'm not going to. What does that mean? Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope. Oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Now I understand. Because not like, come on, and that's nothing we do. Like, just gotta ask those questions. Yeah, you gotta and... experience different things because that's one thing that's an issue with a lot of people is because they haven't experienced different cultures yeah. and different places and things like that. They. The one track mind. So, yeah. yeah, and they mm-hmm. just don't know. So even when you have conversations, it's not because, you know, it's just that these people are ignorant. They yeah. just really don't know anything. Exactly. Else. Like they just, I mean, and I guess you don't judge them or don't blame them. Yeah. They just don't know. Um, guilty in, in, a, in a, a, slip, a little way of sometimes getting upset with people for not knowing things. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, again, don't know where it came from. Never thought about it uh, because you'll just get upset. Like, what do you mean you don't know how to work this? Yeah. Bro, understand that yeah, they, I, I don't have, I don't to, have to fucking I had work to get, I had to get yeah. out of that too because I had to realize that everybody didn't grow up with the same things exactly that I did. Exactly the same Everybody tools. didn't have the same, you know, everybody didn't have a computer growing yeah. up. Or everybody didn't have a, a, this type of TV. Or TV, yep. Yeah, everybody didn't have a flat screen. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody didn't, didn't have, have a game system. Or everybody can't didn't get upset with them, yeah. Everybody hasn't, you know, been to another state. Everybody hasn't ever been on an airplane yes. before. So, you know. That's something that we have to develop as a human, right? And what got me to really understand that, I, I was a quote that said what's common sense to you isn't common sense to someone else mm-hmm. and when it hit when i when i heard that quote i'm like uh-huh. no that's right yeah and it's common like sense me in a room common. exactly exactly it's like me in a room with bill gates because what's his common sense see my common sense is just straight up common sense from street yeah. smarts and just a bunch of stuff right. just makes sense like you know his common sense may be uh freaking what's the square root of 166 right. you know and if I don't know it, I keep, that's like him getting upset. What do you mean you don't know that? What do you that? mean you don't know? Yeah. So that part right there yeah. took me, and I'm like, I'm done with that. Yeah. Um, because it became a frequent thing. Like, it, I would literally lash out on someone for not knowing how to do something that I mm-hmm. learned how to do. Mm-hmm. Because it was easy. Yeah, and, and, that's a, and that's a big thing for me, too. But on the flip side... Um I think, too, the unwillingness for people to want to, like how you said, yeah. you'll stop somebody and say, okay, wait, like explain that to me. Let me know. Everybody doesn't do that. Yeah. So then, you know, when it is something that they don't know, but then they don't take the humbleness to say, I yeah. don't know. And then they want, then that's what makes it frustrating. I think yes. for those that do know, because in that instance, we're supposed to be the teachers. So sometimes you have to, Stop, and it doesn't matter. You can be, you know, two years old, yep. or you can be fifty-two years old. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you're going to learn things for the first time, and yes. you know, you never know what someone may teach you. Yes. I mean, hell, Carter teaches me how to do things that I may not. <laughs> not even, I mean, it's a I, different type of teacher. Yeah, it's crazy. Kids are man because it's just things that I don't like. I, I may not know how to do, or like, you were unaware of too. I may, I may be unaware of. Yep. Like he taught me, he there was something that he has on his um on his tablet where he can take a picture of himself and then it puts him in the game or something like yeah. that. He's two and a half and he, <laughs> he knows you how to do this. Yeah. I had no idea this thing even did this. And he got look mommy. And he comes and shows me. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I learned something today. Yeah. Like, that, you know that's my, I mean? that's my catchphrase. I'm yeah. like, well, I learned something today. Yeah, so, After I learned something, I say it's, it's yeah, so well, weird. Well, learned something today. <laughs> that's me. Like, you never yep. know. So, I mean, sometimes we have to learn how to, you know, be the teachers, but also that we can be the students. Yes. Sometimes too. And I, I use that. I say, yo, I look like a mirror at me right now. <laughs> I said it a lot. And I think that helps us build us as a human, right? Because we are normally getting frustrated with people who don't know certain things. You make fun of them. And that's why I never yeah. said, like, why are we making fun of people? Because if he was making fun of us, we will feel some type of way, uh-huh. right? So, like, even adapting to this whole new environment, um, I always try to remind people when I catch them going on, like, a negative mm-hmm. little vibe, I'll say, you got to remember that you are a student once. Yeah. And everyone is a student. This including, was new to including, you Yes, exactly. Including you right now. You're going to be a student at some point of your right. life in your day. Yeah. 
because there's always going to be somebody that know as much as you and more than you. Right. Always. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But we, like you said, you have to humble yourself when you're not understanding to use it as a teachable moment. I'm not worried about what you think of how stupid I look. Right. I'm worried about now it's about the game. Right. Because that's how I my mind works. Yeah. Be worried about what I'm gonna do afterwards. Yes. And that's me all the time. That's why I love when I learn something. I go learn something today, and it's like it's so funny because I think about it every time I learn something new. That's like something out like the easy button. Boom, easy. Yeah. Um, because you want to do that. So like when you have an opportunity to teach someone something, teach them. Teach them. Yeah. Like teach them like that. Shouldn't that? I'm sorry. I don't know about you, but it makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it makes nice. me feel good. It's something nice. that I've worked hard on learning. Right. Yeah. Then I can now teach someone and they've got knowledge. What? Yeah. Look at you what? learning and teaching that, someone. That's like a skill because yeah. anyone can teach. Yeah. So you got to think about that. Speaking of teaching, right? So I know that you just got the new space going back into the business. Um, are you going to have like um, tie-dye classes maybe? Like I do tie and do, sip or something? Yeah. So I do want to do like some like um, type of sip and dye classes or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I'm kind of just trying to see. I mean, same thing kind of with your space. Like yeah. I'm kind of just kind of feeling out. What's going to happen when we transition into fall with COVID? Yes. Um, I know supposedly we're in the green phase right now. Everything seems yes. calm. Um, but I just want to make sure it stays that way. It's so funny um, because I'm the same. I feel the same way. Yeah. I think now once I'm actually working on, um, I just went and picked up before I came here, I went and picked up my paperwork to take to the city for my sign. Yeah. So I think once they get my sign on the window, um, I think about that time I'm going to try to see if I can start doing some classes then, because I yeah. actually have a few friends who do other creative things. So yes. I have a friend and who, bring them uh, in. And yeah. that's the, so that's the best a, part. I have a friend um, named Courtney who does makeup mm-hmm. and she wants to, she does makeup, you know, just for people who book her for events or whatever yeah. else. But I asked her to kind of do like a, Kind of like a creative class. So I want to do like a series, um, like a sip and create series. Yeah. And so it would always be like a sip and something. Yes. So I would have Courtney come. And my idea was a lot of women, I don't wear makeup, so it's not necessarily my thing, mm-hmm. but a lot of women go out and they buy all of this makeup and they have no idea what to do with it. Yeah. Or they buy it and they, you know, put it on and basic application, but they don't really know what they can do yeah. with what they Might have. Might as well learn something. So... My idea was to take, you know, a certain amount of people and, you know, have them bring in whatever makeup you have at home and she will teach you how How to use each to use or to create a look based off of what you have. Nice. So if you want to look for work, if you want to look for the club, if you want to look for, you know, whatever, this is what you can do with what you already have. It also gives them a personal touch too. Yeah. And let them know what I can do with what I have. Yeah. So I want to do that. I would induce um, sip and die. Mm -hmm. I would have, um, the girl Gigi I was telling you about, I would have her do like a um, sip and create class where you could make your own clay earrings. Yeah. So little things like that just to... And stuff like that is needed. Yeah, yes. it's needed because people want to, especially right now, people are looking for crafts to do at home. Yep, people crafts are to looking do, things th- to for do. things to entertain mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. Now that we know everybody is going to be doing virtual schooling, everybody is still working from home. We got to keep we people busy keep that way. We got to keep ourselves busy because it gets boring. And it's different too how we are... Unfortunately, like you said, we're in green, mm-hmm. but everyone's still adapting more and more to virtual because mm-hmm. even though we're in green as a small space and a small business, are who afraid. are different, unique, we don't have food, liquor, yeah. right? We are a unique type of business. Mm-hmm. So how do you continue with the audience? So you got to then join online. And now, yeah. unfortunately, it's a good thing that uh, people are getting used to online schooling because they'll be used to getting back to the computer again. Yeah. Now that I just thought, now that I said it, I just thought how like the the world the world is really a dictatorship in a sense mm-hmm. because 
everyone was shying away from our computers. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to website, they're like, we got to make it mobile friendly more than um, browser friendly mm-hmm. because people first thing oh, now, now I just thought about they're getting everybody back to the computer. Yeah, now everybody and is. Yeah. So now you got to up both. And like, even there are yeah. stores that have been around for so long who don't even know nothing about the internet. Now have to get an Instagram, have to uh-huh. get a Facebook and have to adapt to that. Yeah. So it, it, it's something like it's green, like, but we haven't been doing activities here because it's just like, Let's let it. Let's let it yeah, go. Go. Let's let it go. Let's let it be. Because I don't want no restrictions. That I gotta mm-hmm. obey by. It's like a lot going yeah, on. It's a and, lot. And, yeah. and people are, even though you know you see people and they're walking around with their mask on and people are uncomfortable. Like yes. nobody wants to sit in a mask and you know be doing some type of activity. It's also or, scary because you don't know how yeah, people face expressions are. Exactly. I'm, I'm exactly. not that. That just there's a smile on this mask ain't enough for me. Yeah. Somebody the little, probably little mit, sign, yeah. yeah. Somebody probably <laughs> mouthing me like. No problem, no, no problem. Yeah, so that's like a scary thing. Yeah. Um a little a little a little um off note though. Have you not not encouraging crime, but like some people are so stupid. Like to right now it should be the perfect time for crime because now, like, oh, well, before the banks were shut down, shut down. It's like now I can finally go on the bank as a black person and, and, and not be looked at different. Yeah, versus exactly. now without a mask, people are like, oh. Oh my god! Yeah, and I'm like, like relax. It's like the perfect <laughs> type of crime. Yeah, no crime is around. It's just so weird. Uh, or the people are silly. Um, so okay, that's super dope that you have that going on for the um, True Who Creations. Yeah, hopefully um, I'll be able to get that started soon. And like you said, as long as I can do it, um, I want to be able to do it without restrictions. Like, yeah, I want to be same. able to do it, and people can be comfortable. I think for the time being, I may offer it as more of like a private class type of That's thing yep. so that you know you can just come with your own people yes and then you don't have to worry about you know if you're comfortable being around somebody exactly. else and all that stuff it so. makes it easier for us yeah. again we don't sell food or right. or liquor so you have to get very creative but also i want to be cautious mm-hmm. for my safety as well as other people's safety and i don't like the as an entrepreneur we don't yeah. like to be told what to do exactly. like let's exactly. go back to the just the dna yeah. of the whole situation like, it's, it's just it's in me i yeah, can't i don't want it do yeah. not box me in because you know, just you put Jack yeah. in the box and he pop, well, pop right out. On out yeah. So you can be green, but you have to do this, this, yeah. this, this, to this. Mm-hmm. My brain is like, I'm like I ain't that's doing not it. Green. I'm good. Like, I'm, that's not green. I'm well, good. What comes after green? Yeah, right, exactly. Like, <laughs> green, green. Clear, like, are, we, are we just clear? clear things, like, right. Then they're gonna have some other stuff on it. So yeah. like I think again, playing it safe, um, but it, but also trying to roll it back in. Like I'm trying to roll back the, in the activities we do here in. Um, because it's going to be like, at this point, you'll start to lose at this point. Yeah. You know, I gave myself personally to November, um, before I went on a frenzy, but I'm going to try to roll like small, small classes, mm-hmm. private only with your group, yeah. um, of things in the nature. But I think this is super dope. Um, and then we can continue this conversation, but we're over a little bit over hours. So what can we find you? Um, so I am on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, both under true hue creations. Um, my website is truehuecreations.com. Everything is all there. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I always do this when I try to end it, but I think of something else. Um, really quick, <laughs> what is your message that you will want to, to spread to the world with True Who Creations? Oh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm that sorry. One. It just it came out because um, I know you. I know you. Okay, so because you, you, we talked about like what you want to do for the community uh-huh. and stuff. So that's basically you know like you know I just thought of it though. I'm like, let me just get that real quick. I want the world to know how awesome she is. Um, I would like to spread peace, light, and love through color into the world.
I love it. One color at a time. Yes, one color at a time. One color at a time. Yes. I love that. That's powerful. Thank but you. But starting Nini. with the shades of brown. <laughs> Definitely go. <laughs> I start with the shades of brown. Start with the shades of brown, and we're going all colors. Yes. Thank you, Needy. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you. I really Thank do. Thank you for having Thanks me. Thanks a lot.